0: Tonight is study number 27 of Revelation chapter 21. We're going to be reading beginning in verse 13 through verse 16. On the east three gates, on the north three gates, on the south three gates, and on the west three gates. And the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and in them the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. And he that talked with me had a golden reed to measure the city and the gates thereof and the wall thereof and the city lieth four square and the length is as large as the breadth. And he measured the city with the reed, 12,000 furlongs, the length and the breadth and the height of it are equal. And I'll stop reading there. Now, again, this is the city of God, heavenly Jerusalem made up of everyone that God has saved out of the world. They are all part of the city. We discussed verses 12 through 14 in our last study, but I just wanted to mention one thing before we move on to verse 15. And that's in verse 13, where it says on the east three gates, north three gates, south three gates, and west three gates, the Lord takes the number 12 that he is highlighting in this chapter. is just no question about that. As um, anyone could see who reads the chapter in verse 12 of Revelation 21, it was mentioned, the number 12, three times. Uh, Verse 14 mentions the number 12 two times. And as you go on in this chapter, 12s are everywhere. And God multiplies 12 later, as we'll see the number uh, 144, and he divides 12. And that's what he does in verse 14. We have the 12 gates broken down into three times four, into four um, sections of the city, the four points of the compass, each have three gates. And this is a verse that shows us that when we break down a number to find its um, uh, basic components and then assign spiritual meaning to the broken down number, that that's biblical. The number 12 points to fullness. But here, God breaks down 12 gates to 3 times 4. He includes the number three because each of the four directions had three gates, and he includes the number four uh, as the four points uh, um, east, north, south, and west. And that helps to teach us that within 12 gates, you have the number three and the number four. Three times four equals 12. And, and also we can see with 144, break that down 12 times 12 and it adds emphasis to the number. So, um, since we, uh, do mention the breaking down of numbers, uh, quite a bit, I thought it was, it would be good just to point that out. All right. Let's go to verse 15 of Revelation 21. And he that talked with me, had a golden reed to measure the city, and the gates thereof and the wall thereof. Now, the one talking with John is one of the seven angels. And this was mentioned um back in a previous discussion of the seven angels, that Christ is of the seven angels, because Christ is of the believers. And we also, a while ago, um, when we looked at this went back to Ezekiel chapter nine and i'm not going to turn there now. you can read it yourself um, if you want more information. but Ezekiel nine it mentions men with destroying weapons um, i I think it says well i'm going to have to go back there because I can't remember Ezekiel nine in in verse two. And behold, six men came from the way of the higher gate, which lieth toward the north, and every man a slaughter weapon in his hand, and one man among them was clothed with linen, which had a writer's inkhorn by his side, and they went in and stood beside the brazen altar. So basically, you have seven, and one of the seven has the inkhorn, and uh, that would point to Christ. So, Of the um, seven angels that typify the believers, according to Revelation 15, they were clothed in purifying white linen, dwells the Spirit of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so he's one of the seven angels. We are one in him and he in us. And it is Christ who... Uh, of course has the power and authority uh, to uh, do what we're going to see that that this one does who has the measuring reed in his hand uh, the one talking with John had a golden reed to measure the city and this this individual would point to the Lord Jesus Christ we we see um historically that uh, well, uh, actually before we do that, I'd just like to mention, uh, we covered this too in Revelation 11. That's the last time we read of the Apostle John, um, having, uh, something to measure, a, a reed to measure with. Back in Revelation 11, the first couple of verses, it says there, and there was given me a reed like unto a rod, and the angel stood saying, rise, and measure the temple of God and the altar and them that worship therein. But the court which is without the temple leave out and measure it not for it is given unto the Gentiles and the holy city shall they tread underfoot forty and two months. This is the same, um, Greek word translated as read. And it's, it's the same command. Measure, uh, the temple of God. And the temple of God points to the true believers, the elect. God's concern is with his people, those that he has obligated himself to save. And the world continued. God was long-sufferingly patient, putting up with the sins of mankind for one purpose, salvation. But once salvation is complete, the Lord ceases to be long-suffering and brings judgment the door shuts and and we're right there we're presently in the day of God's wrath he is no longer long sufferingly patient with mankind he's judging the people of the world and and that's not uh any longer uh, demonstrating the the uh long suffering patience that he did during the day of salvation well the reed points to the written word. The word reed is translated as pen in 3 John 13, where the Apostle John again, in in speaking to the ones he was addressing, said he had many things to write unto them, but he would not write with ink and pen or ink and reed, as the reed would be used to, in those days, dip in the ink and and to write on their parchment, and it was a writing instrument. And, of course, the, a writing instrument in the epistle of John is what brought the Word of God. The, as God moved John to write those things, and, and so a reed identifies with the Word of God, and it's the Word of God that's given to John, really is the picture. There was given me a reed, And then the command, measure the temple of God using the reed. That is, understand the construction of the spiritual house of God, whose house are we, build up of believers. And it's the same idea in Revelation 21, as now they're going to measure the the city, the gates, and the wall. And each one of those three things, three pointing to the purpose of God, has to do with salvation. The city represents God's salvation plan for his elect. The wall, likewise, and the gates. They all identify with the salvation of his people. And the golden reed was to measure the city. Again, the Bible, the word of God, is what is going to be the measuring stick for this city. And it is the Bible, isn't it, that has told us of God's plan to save a great multitude and of God's plan to complete that salvation of them and everyone that he intended to save by May 21, 2011. Therefore, it's the Bible that has instructed us the reed, the, the measuring reed, has informed us, the, the, the word of God, that the fullness of believers has come in. That um, all Israel, or uh, as it says in the book of Romans, um, when the fullness of the Gentiles come in in this manner, all Israel will be saved. Well, that, that's speaking of spiritual Israel. And the Bible has now revealed that all the Gentiles have come in. Spiritual Israel has been saved. The city is finished. The wall is complete. All have entered in through the gates. And it's the reed that measures and tells us that the fullness of the elect have been gathered and that's why in revelation 21 the number 12 the number 12 again and again and again the reed is revealing this is the completed city of god the bible today is, has revealed that all the elect have been saved there's there's no more lost sheep of the house of israel there's no more search parties therefore to find those lost sheep, to gather them into the fold, the Bible tells us the door is shut. And that information, that God shut the door, tells us that all are safely within the ark, or all uh, of the people of God have entered into the safe chamber. As it says in Isaiah 26, Come, my people, and enter into thy chambers, and shut thy doors about thee. Or the Bible tells us that all the wise virgins have heard the the cry in the great tribulation, the bridegroom cometh, and were ready when he came, and entered in, and God shut the door. That is all taken place, the Bible tells us, In each of those cases, all the elect have been saved. And therefore, number 12, the fullness of believers, has come in. Well, um, now we, we have Revelation 21 and this discussion of one of the seven angels with a measuring reed who's going to measure the city. But there's a similar account in the Old Testament in the book of Ezekiel. And we read of a man in that account also, beginning in Ezekiel chapter 40, in verse 2 and following, it says, In the visions of God brought he me into the land of Israel, and set me upon a very high mountain, by which was as the frame of a city on the south. So we see this is going to involve the frame of a city, the outline or the measuring pattern of the city of God. And and it also speaks of the temple, because they're spiritually one in the same picture of everyone that God has saved. And it goes on to say in verse 3, And he brought me thither, and behold, there was a man whose appearance was like the appearance of brass, with a line of flax in his hand, and a measuring reed. And he stood in the gate. And the man said unto me, Son of man, behold with thine eyes, and hear with thine ears, and set thine heart upon all that I shall show thee. For, to the intent that I might show them unto thee, art thou brought hither. Declare all that thou seest to the house of Israel. And behold, a wall on the outside of the house round about, and the man's hand a measuring reed of six cubits long by the cubit and a hand breadth. So he measured the breadth of the building, one reed, and the height, one reed. And again, we, we find a man with a measuring reed, just as it says in Revelation 21, 15, he that talked with me had a golden reed to measure the city. Well, Ezekiel, long before the Apostle John, many hundreds of years earlier, was given a vision by God, and the man in view would be Christ also. And he's showing him the same city, the same city of God that that John is seeing, and it's because God predestinated knowing and knows the end from the beginning. And so it's nothing for God to describe that city um thousands of years before he would complete it and before all those he would save would enter in. And that's what he's doing here in Ezekiel chapter 40. He's also doing that in Revelation 21. As Revelation 21, the book of Revelation... In fact, wasn't finished until the end of the 1st century AD, almost 2,000 years ago. And yet God, looking ahead to the end of the world where we're at, is describing the events that are taking place. But notice that the measuring reed is 6 cubits in length. That's what a reed itself measures. So, when we read... Of one reed, it equals six cubits. And, and it goes on to say, uh, he measured the breadth of the building one reed and the height one reed. Well, that's uh, the same as saying the breadth of the building was six cubits and the height was six cubits. Now, we don't have to know the, um, actual length of a cubit. Some people say it's a foot and a half and Maybe it is, which would make six cubits, nine feet, but that's not important because the Bible doesn't break down the length of a cubit. That's interesting for us, but as far as the biblical um, use of numbers, the important thing here would be the number six, the the number six cubits that equal one read. Well, Um, We also find, let's go to Zechariah chapter 2. Zechariah 2. We find the same man who is God, the Lord Jesus Christ, with a measuring reed. In Zechariah 2, it says, beginning in verse 1, I lifted up mine eyes again, and looked, and behold, a man with a measuring line in his hand. Then said I, Whither goest thou? And he said unto me, To measure Jerusalem, to see what is the breadth thereof and what is the length thereof. And Jerusalem is the city in view in, in our verse in Revelation. And behold, the angel that talked with me went forth, and another angel went out to meet him, and said unto him, Run, speak to this young man, saying, Jerusalem shall be inhabited as towns without walls, for the multitude of men and cattle therein. For I, for I saith Jehovah, will be unto her a wall of fire round about and will be the glory in the midst of her. And so we, we can see, uh, by that language, God is identifying with entering in to the, uh, the body of believers. We, we spent some time looking at the glory Remember earlier in Revelation 21, the city having the glory of God, and and that's once God saved everyone, it's as though he then indwells the entire city. Well now, it says in verse 6, Ho, ho, come forth and flee from the land of the north, saith Jehovah, for I have spread you abroad as the four winds of the heaven," saith Jehovah, Deliver thyself, O Zion, that dwellest with the daughter of Babylon. And in these verses, God is joining together this language of measuring the city, Jerusalem, with the coming out of Babylon and the deliverance of the people of God that come out of Babylon, which the Bible equates to coming out of Egypt. It is a picture of great salvation on May 21, 2011, when God saved the last one to be saved. And, and my, can you imagine if you were that individual, it's a good thing we didn't know we, if we, we could see a countdown clock somewhere of all the numbers of those God was saving. Oh, there's only a hundred left to be saved and, and we, uh, ourselves had not yet become saved. Oh, there would have been tremendous fear, but God kept that from us. And yet there was an individual somewhere that was that last person, and once he became saved, which more than likely coincided with the end of the great tribulation, the end of the pouring out of the latter rain, and the shutting of the door of heaven right before. That last soul entered in. God shut the door of heaven, issuing forth the command, Come, my people, and, and deliver thyself, O Zion, that dwellest with the daughter of Babylon. And God's people went forth spiritually via salvation, no longer a part of Babylon, the world, the kingdom of Satan, the kingdom of darkness. They were delivered. And and God likens it to them being spread abroad as the four winds of the heaven. Now that's actually a very interesting statement. Because we find in Matthew chapter 24, where God is speaking of the end of the great tribulation. In verse 29, It reads, immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heaven shall be shaken. That's the point of Babylon's fall, the fall of the kingdom of Satan. The point when all the elect, spiritual Israel, are delivered from Babylon because it has fallen. That's when the Israelites could then leave when Cyrus, the king of the Medes and the Persians, took the kingdom and put to death the king of Babylon at the end of the 70-year period, pointing to the end of the Great Tribulation. Immediately after the Great Tribulation, God's elect were delivered and, and spiritually came out of Babylon. Well, then God says in verse 30 of Matthew 24, and then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And then in verse 31, And he shall send his angels or messengers with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Why from the four winds? Because, Zechariah 2, 6 tells us, and and 7, when the elect come out of Babylon, God has spread them abroad as the four winds of heaven. They, They are delivered from the kingdom of Satan. They have left the world through the merciful salvation God has granted them, and yet there they are scattered or spread abroad to the four winds. That's where the elect are found when Christ finally comes at the conclusion of the prolonged day of judgment, very likely, will which will occur October 7th, 2015, the 1600th day, and that's where they'll be gathered. That's where the living will be raptured up from, from the four winds. Now, what's interesting is when we go back to Ezekiel, in Ezekiel chapter 42, and we, we saw that the man with the measuring reed has been measuring the frame of the city. And uh, he's continuing to do that. It's a very uh, drawn-out, detailed measurement. If you read from Ezekiel 40, it goes on for chapters. And in Ezekiel chapter 42, it says, in beginning in verse um, 15, Now when he had made an end of measuring the inner house, he brought me forth toward the gate, whose prospect is toward the east, and measured it round about. He measured the east side with the measuring reed, 500 reeds, with the measuring reed round about. He measured the north side, 500 reeds, with the measuring reed round about. He measured the south side, 500 reeds, with the measuring reed. He turned about to the west side and measured 500 reeds, with the measuring reed. He measured it by the four sides. It had a wall round about 500 reeds long and 500 broad to make a separation between the sanctuary and the profane place. So here is the uh, gate whose prospect is toward the east being measured by the man with the measuring reed, the Lord Jesus Christ, the reed pointing again to the word of God. And... What we don't see here, because of the way the King James translators have translated it, is that the English word side, east side, west side, north side, south side, is the Hebrew word translated as winds. It's the Hebrew word winds from Zechariah, that they have been scattered abroad to the four winds, the four sides, and it points to the universality of God's elect. They're all over the world. It's a great multitude from every tribe, nation, and tongue. And here they are um, scattered to the four winds. And now the man is coming to the east gate as the east represents the direction of of the kingdom of heaven. And he's measuring The east wind, 500 reeds. Then he measures the north wind, 500 reeds. The south wind, 500 reeds. And the west wind, 500 reeds. So he has a total of 2,000 reeds. Oh, but what does a reed measure in cubits? Each reed equals six cubits. So 2,000 reeds, the measurement of the four winds, equals 12,000 cubits. It's a measure of the fullness of God's elect. The complete fullness, as 12,000 has also the number 10, multiples of 10 included within it. So the four winds are a picture of everyone that God has saved. The man with the measuring reed is once again showing us that everyone to be saved has been saved. Thanks for joining us for e Fellowship's evening Bible studies.